I want to be strong, to have the flexibility and confidence to play soccer with my kids or volleyball on the beach. I want to feel energetic and spontaneous with my husband. I want my body to feel the freedom to move and enjoy life, to hike Yosemite, surf in Hawaii, bike to the beach, to have fun with friends and not be limited. I want to do things that love my body, to feel and experience all the sensations of life. I want my body to be a force in nature that overcomes difficulty and resistance. I believe in health and wellness and daily consistent exercise. So Debbie Hardy is a mother of two teenage girls. She's been married for 19 years and lives in Sierra Madre. She's a health and wellness coach with Arbonne and coaches people through a 30-day to healthy living challenge. She is here to talk about her struggles on her journey towards health and why she is passionate about helping others. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's great to have you in the studio and really looking forward to getting to know you better. So thank you for being willing to share your story. Absolutely. So tell me about your journey towards health. Yes. So it has been long, I feel like, um, decades in the making. Um, I didn't grow up in a healthy family. Um, So, you know, I feel like kids need tools in life (laughs) to become a healthy person. And I don't believe I had the right tools. Um, I grew up in a pretty chaotic, alcoholic home environment, um, which was scary. And um, I, I believe my mom actually, towards the end of her life, um, she started talking about the possibility of her being bipolar. So she was struggling with that her whole life. And um, I believe that's where alcohol came in. And she really used it as, you know, she was self-medicating and um so that is a lot of what i witnessed growing up and um when i would struggle you know we all struggle especially turning into a teenage girl (laughs) um i think i first turned to food um to kind of numb my pain and then as i got older ironically which i never thought i would do because i didn't like it when my mom drank but i did turn to alcohol as an adult so I would say I was pretty unhealthy I didn't have good coping skills I also became pretty bulimic during my early 20s which is kind of a late onset I've heard Um, and I struggled with that all the way up until I became pregnant with my first daughter actually I feel like I had it backwards. Like I thought I had to look a certain way to be healthy. So I think that's what I was always striving for. I would perceive thin women as healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, I think I now know that that is backwards. Um, you need to get healthy, you know, to, you need to get healthy first from the inside out in order to lose weight. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm talking about losing weight suddenly, but there's a lot of terms for it but yo-yo dieting crash dieting I was always it was one diet after the other and I wasn't really dealing with um becoming a healthier person like a happier person it was all focused solely on what I looked like I guess is where I'm I'm going Mm -hmm. with that because I do remember being little and when my mom was 
thinner, she seemed happier. And then, but she was always crash dieting too. And when she was overweight or what she perceived as overweight, um, she would be upset and just go on another diet. So that's what I grew up watching. And that is what I grew up doing. Um, and then the bulimia has a lot of other issues too, as far as just control. I think mm-hmm. it's a lot of controlling um, something I could control in my life that felt so out of control. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. What have these struggles taught you? What have you learned yes. from these experiences? Well, I did end up, well, I got married and pregnant with my older daughter. And so I immediately stopped, thank God, um, with that. And I just knew like, let's see, I was a little older when I had her, I mean, not older, but early thirties. And, um, I had just had enough and I didn't want to, I didn't know I was having a girl yet, but especially when I had a girl, I've just really started my journey, I think mm-hmm. to health and wellness. And it, and it still took a long time because mm-hmm. here I am 47, really just now getting a grasp of it all. But, um, I just really, wanted to stop the um, insanity (laughs) in Mm -hmm. my mind and my body and my spirit and I think you need really all three of those things working together in order to feel whole Mm -hmm. and I was always feeling like I was missing something and I didn't know what that was so I'd fill it with all of the wrong things and it doesn't always have to be food or alcohol it can be shopping or um, just kind of like even I mean, it sounds so corny, but like Netflix. Yeah, any kind of distraction, right? Yes. Where you're... And not looking mm -hmm, in, mm -hmm. not wanting to see anything, wanting to cover it up and hide it and um, put on this... I felt like a fraud all the time, um, especially when, you know, Facebook and Instagram came out. Um, It's really easy to look perfect on there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you don't know what's happening inside. It's even easy to look perfect. Um on the outside when you're struggling on the inside. So I think I diverted from your question, but I just started once I had, then I had another girl, Mm -hmm. um, two girls. And I mean, it was, it took a long time. I would say about four years ago is when I really started working on everything, Mm -hmm. um, not just food. Mm -hmm. Um, What helped you go inward? I mean, what helped you be able to look at these really hard yes things. so um and this is not an ad but I have mm-hmm. to mention Arbonne so mm-hmm. it was it's so funny so it was Facebook also uh, my friend was posting about this 30 day to healthy living and you know nothing's gonna fix itself in 30 days mm-hmm. but in my mind I'm like sign me up because you know like I said I've just been on this quest and I but my quest was always dieting um and so I jumped into that, not knowing that it would, you know, four years later, here I am. But um, so that cleaned up my diet, if you will. But Mm -hmm. then just becoming friends with her, she's one of the people I said is one of my biggest inspirations. What I love about this um, company really is the community. Mm -hmm. It's all, I mean, there are tons of men, but my team in particular is all women who really honestly and I feel like this is rare today see you become better like inside out better like a whole person um 
So we do a lot of reading books. So I started picking up, you know, which I've always known, like reading is so beneficial. I just didn't do it. Um, I started reading books and podcasts like this or SoundClouds is what they were recommending. What and books just, did you read? So one of my favorite first ones I read is called, it's just called Girl, Wash Your Face. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of mm-hmm. it. Hey, Rachel Hollis. Um, I loved that and I loved listening to her story. And I think this is why this is so important is listening to other women tell their story of struggling and then persevering through it. Like what, how do you stop the craziness? I felt like I was wondering honestly if I was crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would keep putting on this facade because my girls, you know, they go to private school and I was so nervous to like let down my guard. So I was very guarded and um, um, anyway, so I started reading this book and I do think nutrition is huge. Like getting your body the proper mm-hmm. nutrients so you can think properly. Because when you're starving yourself, <laughs> um, or even eliminating one thing or that thing, or, you know, all these weird fads right now, it's not good for your brain or your focus or your well being. So, first was the nutrition, drinking enough water. Um, also, just not being so crazy about exercise. Mm-hmm. I loved your <laughs> your program because it wasn't like, you know, you don't have to sweat for an hour and have your heart rate up for, you know, so I do believe in daily getting out and just moving. I'll walk Mm -hmm. my dog. Um, and that gets your mind juices flowing too. So nutrition and then, so that's feeding your body and then feeding your mind with the reading. So girl, wash your face. And then I loved her so much. I read her next one, which is girl, stop apologizing Mm -hmm. because (laughs) as women, have you ever noticed like how much we say I'm sorry yeah like I wanted to say it when I got here I don't even know why like <laughs> why am I sorry I don't even know you should be you're here to tell your story I know nothing to be sorry, sorry. about <laughs> like someone will bump into me and I'm like oh sorry <laughs> and I just think I see my girls doing it they say sorry multiple times a day so that book's really she's also very mm. funny and also if someone's listening right now that thinks they're not a reader because I really didn't think I was I started with audible yeah you can get audible on your iPhone and I would walk my dog now I'm going to start listening to more podcasts as well but you can listen to books Mm -hmm. and Rachel Hollis in particular reads her own book which I love um so I read those and then this one has a funny title but it's really good it's called you are a badass yeah and I feel like I needed that Mm -hmm. like I've always felt like a victim and I think people can also wallow in their victimhood and I did that for years like well and um well I won't say anything about my husband but (laughs) (laughs) I love him so much but he I'll say it um sorry if he's listening but um (laughs) like he just wanted to coddle me so much too because I opened up to him he knew about my childhood Mm -hmm. but he helped me almost stay a victim I want to say just by saying oh well no wonder you're this because of everything you've been through but I really got tired of that mm-hmm. and um the you are a badass was kind of like really empowered me as a woman like wait a second like I am a badass mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like everything I've been through that should even make me it does make me even a stronger person yeah. and like I don't I honestly don't regret regret any of it now because I have I feel like I have come out the other side and I'm 
so wanting to help other people because I know there's young girls struggling and I wish I had someone talk about it when I was a teenager and maybe they were I just wasn't around it or um the good thing about social media is we can be a lot more out Mm. there and now I'm just being honest on social media not hiding anymore about my past (laughs) what do you wish you could tell your say 15 year old self gosh what would you now (laughs) tell because my daughter's 15 yeah um I just wish I could go rescue her right now (laughs) and just pull her out of there and um, just really embrace her and tell her she is not crazy Mm -hmm. and what is happening all around her is not normal and and to go to somebody. I didn't Mm -hmm. go to anybody. Uh, that's such a good question and I I can just picture myself it's so crazy and um, maybe even get her to start you know reading Mm. yeah (laughs) or I don't even think or somehow to see outside your circumstance or your situation um, closed off yeah and just embarrassed I was so embarrassed I didn't want anybody to come over Um, I always went to my friends houses and lied or I don't even know if I lied a lot I just didn't talk about it um and I even started doing things I'm ashamed of now at 15 Mm -hmm. and I wish she didn't feel like she had to do that to get attention or be included in a group I just wanted to be um included in a group it almost sounds like you know kids that join gangs because <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they really want a close family yeah I've heard um and I think I just wanted people I've been a people pleaser my whole life and I just, I before I'm starting to grow out of that now but like I couldn't stand it if I thought someone didn't like me mm-hmm. so I would kind of just go with the flow of whatever was going on whether it was bad it is good. one of those basic needs I mm-hmm. mean we all need like security mm-hmm. and safety yes. and to belong. Yes. I mean, when you don't belong or feel safe, I right. mean, I did it too. I mean, I did things in my teenage years yeah. that I can't believe I did. Right? <laughs> but <laughs> I know too. I just wanted to belong. And yeah, it, yeah. That, it's a big need Yes, for us. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're not getting it at home or yes. through your parents. Right. You do search for it other places. Yes. And I didn't have my dad. My mom was a single mom Mm -hmm. the whole time. And um, yeah. And I think for me, I'm learning to have compassion on my 15-year-old self. Yes. Even my 20-year-old self. 20-25. Yes. I wish I could talk to all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Along the way. Yeah. (laughs) Grace. Yes. Like, yes forgiveness to myself like I've already gone Mm -hmm. through the forgiveness with my father and my mother and just my whole family but um yeah it's harder to forgive yourself and give yourself grace it is like I feel like I sort of became a perfectionist even though I'm not perfect nobody's perfect but so 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 hard on myself like if it wasn't perfect then forget it like um especially being a yo-yo dieter I'm sure some people will relate to this you know messing up on a diet like 
at one meal would could throw me into a three week tailspin mm. instead of now like I just have really taught myself to give myself grace and it's okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, your normal meal is gonna be yeah fine yeah I would be so scared I guess I don't know I have a lot of fear or I had a lot of fear um and how emotions play into yes eating yes know? It's and you just never know coaster. what's going to come out at any mm-hmm. moment, especially when right. we have a lot that we're trying to stuff down, mm-hmm. which I think it's so brave you're here yes. to tell your story and to yeah. There's a lot of share. Down. <laughs> and yeah. how has that helped you? How has it helped you? Like just talking about it? Yeah. Sharing yeah. your well, life with people. I think it started by me reading books and listening to other people tell similar stories. Um, I, w- I just felt not alone and it helped me so much to hear how they pulled themselves through because there is light (laughs) there is so much light on the other side Um, and so hearing someone's whole journey helped me realize that it is a process and it takes time and nothing happens overnight and just to forgive myself all along the way like just keep getting back Mm. up no matter I don't even care how many times I fall, I know I will get back up. That's I will good. never stay down again. And my my falls have become a lot shorter lived down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I know, I know now I'm here for a reason and mm-hmm. I know this is it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I know I'm made for more. Like I would get into those points of despair. Like, why am I even here? And I know that sounds so sad, but I really felt that way. Like, um, why am I even here? And then when I had daughters, I realized, okay, this is this is the start <laughs> of why I'm here. I want to raise girls who who do feel loved and who w- grow up in a safe environment with healthy habits and lots of tools in their toolbox and open communication and and then that is a ripple effect. If I can grow these two amazing girls into two amazing women, it's just going to keep going. Yes. And, um, and I know a lot of people say this, but break the, you know, the, um, dysfunctional cycle that my family was. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, and I think you know this, but, um, I, I had one brother and he died from oh, wow. drug and alcohol. Yes. And my mom died, but and she had pancreatic cancer, but, um, she didn't die like happy that's another Mm -hmm. thing like I want to leave a legacy I want to like I've heard a lot um I heard a podcast recently was it a podcast I don't know um you know let's say you're at your well mine's approaching your 50th or something (laughs) but your kids are are holding up uh a toast for you like what do you want them to say like Mm -hmm. that kind of that keeps me motivated um Wow. What what do you want them to yeah. say? That like, is a good just, thing to think about. Yeah. Just, I mean, I want them to know how much they are loved and that, you know, they never have to be perfect. My daughter still struggles with that. Even though mm-hmm. I'm in this journey and I'm so open and honest um, and they see me doing these kinds of things and reading books and not beating myself up if I eat something that's labeled in our society is bad but anyway she still does it because yeah. you know you can't control 
everybody there around. <laughs> so it's so sad, but um, I went off on a tangent. But just that they know um, the tools, you know, just being graceful with themselves now and good. it's okay and it to make it sounds mistakes. like you really are modeling that yes. for them. It's okay to you make mistakes. You are really yeah. modeling that. And that is, I think, as mothers, the best we can do. Yeah. Is just try yeah. to model grace mm-hmm. with ourselves, forgiveness, mm-hmm. being able to share our struggles, mm-hmm. what's difficult, and definitely not looking like we have it all together. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Or that we joke about it sometimes, like. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, and I, okay. I tell my daughters, I say, I have never been a mom before. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I know, I know. <laughs> like I real, I'm trying my best, but yeah, I really, I've never done this before. Right, right. <laughs> this That's is like a awesome. first time. I'm say that. Yeah, first time deal. And every stage is the first time. Like yeah. now we have now I she's have in s- driver's ed. I'm like, oh, I've never my done that before. Gosh. <laughs> I don't know. Until they start. Dating, she hasn't. I don't think she's dated yeah. yet, but all of it scares me. It is because and learning to have faith and not fear, like yes. with our children. Oh my gosh. I have that sign in my bedroom. Do it's you a big wooden? I'm all about the sayings. Like I have this rise. Yeah, on, I love it. But um, I have faith over fear. Mm-hmm. Just trust. That's helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's hard. For it me. is hard. Yes. Yeah. Trusting. Fear is a little easier slope to slip down. Yes. Just to be afraid of everything. And not say anything. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and just pretend and smile. And mm-hmm. like for years, people thought, I think, that we like from the outside looking in, you know, like we just yeah. had this perfect little unit. Mm-hmm. And um, back to like the drinking, in case anyone's listening, because I want it out there. They didn't, nobody knew I was drinking like every night. Mm-hmm. for a while and that's so bad for your body but it's also bad for your mind and your spirit and um, it took my oldest one she was about 13 um, crying and telling me and I remember crying and telling my mom that I wanted her to stop um, and my mom just couldn't do it she tried though yeah. I have to say that she tried multiple times but right when my daughter did that I was like oh my gosh I just it it was such a scary awakening that it was happening to me. Wow. Yeah, and I never thought, you know, we always say we're never going to be like our our parents, but I do feel like you kind of are what you've been modeled or what you've watched, mm-hmm. and so that was helpful to me in that moment, that alcohol, because I wanted to shut down and just relax. You know, there's other ways to do that. Now I know, but... Um, it was scary when she came to me and in tears and they're just so much happier now. And they tell me like, so that's another thing I'm modeling is we tell each other, you know, like she'll even say, I'm so happy you're not drinking. We just went, we went on a Disney cruise over the summer and there's lots of parents having fun on there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lots and lots of fun. But, um, she just, she'll tell me every once in a while. That's really neat. Yeah. It's so interesting having your own daughters because I feel like, not to put pressure on her, but I feel like in little lapses of time, she has saved me like multiple times Mm because I want to be better. So like even just the bulimia, getting pregnant stopped that. And then the drinking too much, like she nixed, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. just by watching her be 
growing, I, I realize like, oh, I have to stop doing that. Like, I feel like I'm coaching myself or mothering myself a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a good thing. Yeah, the gift of children in yes, our lives. Yeah, just how. I mean, when I had and my they're first, totally our responsibility. It's I know, like, <laughs> it's amazing, and I had no idea I was so selfish. Oh yeah, when I first had my first child, mm-hmm. it was it was such a like a uh, realization. Mm-hmm. Wow, I am a really selfish human being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you have the you know this child that's just not you're not sleeping, you're not yeah. eating, you're you know it just you totally can't go sh- wherever you want to go, whenever mm-hmm. you want to go anymore. And I it's know. it's a good like developmental opportunity, transformational opportunity because mm-hmm. you look at that opportunity and you say, "Am I going to continue to be selfish, mm-hmm. or <laughs> am I going to step up to the plate and you know be a mother yes. to this amazing baby that I know I don't deserve?" I mean, that's how I felt. <laughs> you I know, would just stare at her. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I swear, I feel like, like I said, they saved me also because. Um, Oh, I lost my train of thought when you were talking. I had it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm sure we'll okay. come back to it. Yes, yes, yes. So what would you say to encourage someone struggling with their health? Someone who, you know, maybe in the story that you've just shared mm-hmm. can really see themselves. You know, maybe yes. it's a yo-yo diet mm-hmm. or not feeling comfortable in their body mm-hmm. or not feeling healthy from the inside out. Yes. What would you uh, suggest or, you know, share maybe a story from your own life mm-hmm. that could help? Yes. So definitely I would just, let me think. I would, I would reach out. I know it's hard, but I would reach out. Um, I don't even mind if people want to talk to me on the side nice. or reach out to you mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and just tell somebody because I feel like I was in so much silence I was so scared especially being in this field I felt like a hypocrite kind of because um when I did start out as a coach I was still drinking a lot and I was afraid to tell like my Arbonne friends you know because I thought they would not want me anymore I have that fear I think of people not wanting me anymore Mm -hmm. but the opposite happened when I came out and admitted it they and my family really embraced me and were more proud of me now I mean they even they bought me a necklace when I had one year with no alcohol um it has a lotus I don't know if you know the meaning of that but it's like out of the mud comes this beautiful flower and um so you'd be surprised I think is what I'm trying to say so reach out to someone you you can trust that you're struggling um maybe start reading yeah or listening to an audible or um and move your body I love going outside I mean where we live it's nice in the sun and just walking um I do do meditation mm-hmm. um I like this whole morning routine <laughs> but I believe in giving yourself a little bit of time especially as mothers I don't feel like we do that mm-hmm. at all and um Make sure you do that every single day, even if you just start out with 15 minutes, not 15 minutes of meditation. That would have freaked me out in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> now I can do it, but I have an app on my phone. I think it's called Calm. There's a lot of them, but I just do a five-minute meditation in the morning, and I have like a little prayer, devotional book, whatever. I mean, you can get any kind of devotional um, book, and I light a candle. I mean, I try nice. to like treat myself, yeah, and then I, I do read. 
Um, I think those things help me. Nutrition is huge, I feel like, for your your body. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's meant to have certain nutrients that it thrives from. And I believe if you feed your body and your soul, <laughs> it thrives. Um, I don't think people realize like how good their bodies are made to mm-hmm. feel. I thought, I thought I just had a bunch of like aches and pains and stuff because I was in my 40s, but doesn't have to be and I'm sure you know because mm-hmm. you do the exercising um that's great yeah I think you <laughs> mentioning to share with someone you trust is huge yeah. I think you know so often we struggle and we a lot of times we struggle because mm-hmm. we keep something in the dark we mm-hmm. keep it hidden yeah and then when we're we're courageous enough to bring yeah. it to the light even though it's mm-hmm. so scary it is so it's scary. so scary because you think that person could reject me they're gonna think less of me yeah. they're gonna I don't know where we get these thoughts I don't but either. we do I, I mean know. I have them too yeah. I mean I have struggles and it's yeah. hard to share yeah <laughs> um but it is it's amazing when you bring it to light that yes. other person can come closer yeah and maybe find groups like I did mm-hmm. start going I did um started going to this sunlight of the spirit meeting in the beginning and it was for women who felt like they drank too much you know mm-hmm. and that was really helpful in the beginning and I still have a couple of friends from that group nice. or even like so I had really bad experiences with therapists growing up so I kind of um nixed that idea but maybe just keep going till you find one because now I go she used to be uh therapist for children who had trauma um traumatic childhoods and Mm. now she's a life coach for women she's in her 80s and I just love her and I go to her I go to her like I was going once a week now I go about twice a month and she's the one that taught me to nurture yourself because when I go to her she's in her home when I go to her home I sit down and it was so uncomfortable at first she just brings me a cup of hot tea and puts a warm blanket around me and has me sit there for 15 minutes with myself because mothers do not do that ever and she's really teaching me to take care of myself and um she's giving me a lot of grace with because I held a lot of guilt also we tend to hold on even though I was coming out with all of my problems that I was overcoming I still had guilt for things I did during like Mm -hmm. my drinking days or my weird eating days or not eating or throwing up that kind of stuff um I don't know I was embarrassed and just held a lot of guilt but Mm -hmm. holding guilt doesn't help you at all and it's heavy she even has this heavy oh my gosh it's like a marble looks like a bowling ball and sometimes she'll just have you hold that and that's like all the weight you've been carrying and then you just let it go um that's amazing so that's a good thing too I love it I mean it is the power of being with another person yeah and what they can to listen yeah just to listen and sometimes even what they can hold that sacred space for you she does where you can come and just be real and Mm -hmm. honest and vulnerable but it is amazing what can happen between just two people judging (laughs) yeah not judging yeah and just how you can experience freedom I think I missed a lot of that I know my mom loved us. She did. She just had so many, like, I call them demons. I don't know what other Mm -hmm. people want to say, but, and now I have compassion for my mother. Yeah. And I really wish she was here. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I might cry a little bit, but, like, 
she was struggling like I was struggling. She yeah. didn't talk about it. She started to once. I mean, I don't. I didn't want to wait till I was dying. You know, mm-hmm. when she got cancer, um, we became so close because she regretted a lot of stuff, and um, it was such a nice time, but at the same time, so sad that it took like a um, terminal illness for her to like realize not what she had done or anything like that, but just like, oh my gosh, I, I, I need to like. Um, I don't even know what I'm saying. Or even just to come closer to you. Yeah. To be together. Yeah, to be able to share. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And share in experiences that you had together. Yeah. You know, to mm-hmm. and talk about things. Talk and about things. And even mm-hmm. for you. I'm sure that was helpful yeah. for you and your growth. Yes. Um, yeah. Learning. And just for her to acknowledge some stuff. Because I'm sure yeah. she was like me and just bottled it all up. And, um, but yeah. Very special. So yeah, talking to another person is huge. I think. Yeah, I love that you started there. Yeah, I, I love that you said <laughs> it there. Um, so yeah, so what? I think you've talked a lot about what motivates you oh, yeah. towards practicing healthy habits. Just your girls yes, and being first a role model. <laughs> I picture them at my fiftieth. <laughs> yes, <laughs> raising that glass. No, I'm just kidding. But so even sweet. just, do you ever feel like? Because I also feel like I live vicariously through them. Like I'm raising them how I wished. Because I, I obviously when I was little I fantasized because I would watch TV about these perfect families and what that looks like. So not that I do that with my kids, but um, I do live a little bit vicariously through them and and just really try to be the best mom. And did I interrupt you? No, it's just, <laughs> just it's this. this season of life is such an interesting thing because all three of my kids are all teenagers yes. now 13 15 17 oh and you remember those years so well mm-hmm. and they're going through things that I can remember mm-hmm. what I was going through at the time Same. which provokes things inside of me to um you know, it's almost like, oh, I didn't think about that. That mm-hmm. happened to me when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And you're simultaneously growing as a human being yes. while they're growing and changing as a human being. Yes. And sometimes it does feel like you just kind of converge on certain oh, yes. uh, topics. Um, but, yeah, I've I've really done a lot of introspection yeah. just having teenage kids. Me too. That um, as long as, like, I'm willing to go there mm-hmm. and look at the hard things about mm-hmm. my life and myself. Yeah. It's been good, yeah. good growing opportunities, mm-hmm. but hard. Yes. Yeah, hard. It yeah. is hard. Yeah, it's hard. I think growth is hard. just hard. It is. Yeah. Yeah, because when it's easy, there's not really a lot of no. opportunity for growth. It has to be Yeah, you know the whole, hard. and I know this is trendy right now to say step out of your comfort zone but it's so true like if you just stay comfortable you don't grow Mm -mm. it's getting a little bit uncomfortable and a little bit more and more and more where I have felt the most growth doing things scared like this scary like look at you like (laughs) a year ago I swear if you would ask me I'd be like me like we want to talk to me why yeah um even if one person is listening right now that's enough for me Yes. Like w- if one person says, oh my gosh, like I can, you know, do this. I can get up again. That's mm-hmm. the main thing. Just get up. <laughs> get up. Get and up. And stay on your journey. Yeah. You know, I think as yeah. long as we 
have doesn't matter how many times you fall down. It I really, doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. And I do think just choosing some healthy habits yes. from one healthy habit. Yes. You listen to this podcast and you're yes. like, okay, I'm going to read that book. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's enough one for me thing <laughs> at a time. Yeah. yeah, just to motivate people, just to move mm-hmm. in a healthy direction. There's this thing I'm doing right now, and I don't know if I'm like promoting other things, but um. It's called Five to Thrive, and okay. I feel like they're pretty doable. Yeah. It's Rachel Hollis. She has Great. this last 90 days thing right now because, um, well, it started a while ago, but until the new year, because you know how so many people make New Year's resolutions, yes. so they kind of wait till then, and then they're just being so unhealthy right now, <laughs> but she's like, no, let's finish the year strong, so Great. it's, oh gosh, I hope I can remember them. Oh, it's on my... It's my, um, what do you call this? Your screensaver or whatever on your phone. I know it's moving your body every day. Good. For at least 30 minutes. And like I said, that does not mean powerlifting. No. Or you could walk your dog. Just move. You could just dance some in type your of house. Movement. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Which we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says to get up an hour earlier than you normally do and use that time for yourself. I found that very hard because yeah. then I was getting up at like five and then I was dreadful. So <laughs> I just try to carve out. I don't try. I do carve out um, an hour nice. for myself. I mean, that could be your exercise time, your reading time. But mm-hmm. and that's one thing my life coach has taught me too. like it's only one hour every day for yourself. Like if your kids asked you to do something for an hour, you would do it. And I mm-hmm. said, yes, I would. So treat yourself to an hour and it could be taking a hot shower reading meeting up um, with a friend yes yeah something for you just something for you Mm -hmm. nothing to do with your job Mm -hmm. or your kids or your husband (laughs) all that stuff um 30 minutes drink half your body weight in water good i don't think everybody does that Mm -hmm. so for me that was a lot of water but it's okay i do it (laughs) i -hmm. pee a lot you will pee a lot but it clears your mind it does yep and now i have my girls doing it Mm -hmm. um Give up one cat. This is just one category of food you know you shouldn't be eating. Just one thing. Hmm. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So for it could be anything. Mm-hmm. And then she even says like, and then just that one thing. So even if you replace it with something else, just prove to yourself that you can give up that one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then write down. This is huge in my family. Five things you're grateful for every single day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and we usually do it at dinner time. We um. We pray and then we each go around the table and say, we just do one thing. But yeah, the girls and I have a gratitude journal and we do it. Every That's day. great. It could be it should be something within the last 24 hours, I feel like, because otherwise you can get into habits of saying, I'm grateful for my dog. Same I'm stuff for my family, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So and then if you feel like it's within the last 24 hours, then the next 24 hours, you're going to be more mindful mm-hmm. of like, oh, I'm going to say that in my grateful journal tomorrow or this, whatever's happening. Like, I'm sure you'll be on there. I love it. (laughs) So just being more mindful because there's so many things to be grateful for. One of the books I have on there is Life Without Limits. Is that Mm -hmm. Um, And it's this man. His name's Nick, and I can never pronounce his last name. I have it on my Audible here. Yes. V-U-J-I-C-I-C. Yes. He has no arms and no legs. Wow. Like, that's him. And he is a motivational speaker. And if you listen to his book, you will be so grateful just for your arms and your legs. I mean, oh, that's great. I'm going to check that out. And he goes on talks. Uh, I can't. I want to see him next time he comes. 
Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But for he went through like a horrible time, like suicidal, you know, times yeah. in high school and stuff like that. He was born like that. That's amazing. Um, but it came out the other side. I love those kinds of stories. Mm-hmm. And um, and now he's a speaker. And the same, the other one on fire by John O'Leary mm-hmm. is another one. Um, he was burned when he was like nine years old, I believe. His whole entire body, he shouldn't have lived. Um, and he went through all those things, suicidal, and um, came out the other side. And his book is so amazing. And both of those gentlemen um, read it themselves, too, in the Audible. I don't know why I like that. I love (laughs) that. Well, you get to know the the person, don't you think? And they know what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Those are both so inspirational. I love inspirational stories. I love it that you're really encouraging us to read. Yes. Yeah. Read, read, read. read. Yeah. And how that can renew your mind. Mm Mm-hmm. And don't like beat yourself up if you only read for ten minutes. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It'll as long as you keep going, you'll finish it. Mm-hmm. And I was not a reader before, like four yeah. years ago, probably. I love it. Thank you for all those recommendations, yes. and I will put them in the show notes. Oh, good. <laughs> so, what I always ask everyone that okay. comes into the podcast studio, <laughs> what are three regular practices oh, yes. that help you stay healthy? So I do believe in a morning routine. It doesn't have to be elaborate, but like I said, I wake up a little bit before my girls and just do a quick meditation from my phone with a candle because I just love candles. Um, And then I have my little, you can find all sorts of daily, um, what do you call them? Just little motivational journals. And mine happens to be spiritual and I just read that and just kind of sit in a little bit of silence before the whole house wakes up. Um, what was the question? Oh, three things. Three things. I honestly believe in trying to eat as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. I do think there's so many foods now um, that are just genetically modified or, you know, preservatives. Um, so just being, you know, educate yourself about mm-hmm. ingredients. And I try to eat whole foods that grow out of the ground. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. Yeah. So nutrition mm-hmm. um and i think did i say exercise i know i wrote it down you did you said I healthy relationships think, actually oh, yes okay so exercise probably goes with my morning routine because i try to exercise in the morning this is what i wanted to say too and i won't go if we're running out of time but um i have healthy relationships now like mm. i truly believe you become the average of the five people you hang around with the most and that hit me really hard the first time i heard it because I did have some negative people in my life, even family members yeah. that are, you know, stuck in victimhood, which I totally understand and relate to and, and want to help anybody who is stuck, but who choose to stay stuck or are negative all the time. Like I have friends still who can find the bad in everything instead of being, you know, grateful mm-hmm. about everything. You can spin anything. Right. I mean, like even anything housework, like. I've taught my girls to say, you know, I get to do laundry. Like some people don't have clothes. Some people don't have a washer and dryer. Mm -hmm. I get to do all these dishes because we just had an amazing dinner. Um, I get to exercise. Like Mm -hmm. I have legs. Yeah, I have a body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get to walk in my neighborhood at night because it's safe. Some people don't even have that luxury. So I try to find the good and everything. And now I'm seeking out healthy friendships like that. And I'm so blessed and I know they're all going to listen to this but Aww. I have such good friends right now that so only want to see me grow yeah 
and and that I can call. I called Andrea yesterday, and I I, you know, sometimes I still get depressed, and I mm-hmm. don't know why. So mm-hmm. she's my person. Like I call so her and awesome. say, I'm sitting in the CVS parking lot right now, <laughs> depressed, and I don't know why. And then we talked through it. It's it awesome. took like five minutes, and mm-hmm. um, I think talking helps so much. I know a lot of people journal, and that's kind of on my next. Um, I do journal my, gra- I have a gratitude journal, so mm-hmm. that's, that's a form of journaling, but I would love to do a little more. I think I've always had a fear of it for some reason, like I'm doing it wrong, but you can't really. You can't it's do it your wrong. own journal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just putting your thoughts on paper. That could help people if they're not ready to mm-hmm. tell somebody yet, just write it down and put it out there. Even if you burn it after. Right. <laughs> just actualize it, it just it for yeah. a few seconds even mm-hmm. sometimes and then just get rid of it if and you want to. And forgive people from your yeah. past. I have forgiven people that I never thought I would and including myself and um but yes, health sorry. That was all about healthy it. relationships. I forgot. No, that. that's huge. It I is think healthy huge. having Surround yourself positive with. people. Yes. And multiple positive people. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. just to have like your uh your group, mm-hmm. your people yes. that you can turn to because I have different friends that I turn to for different things me too um and I have a some of my friends are from college mm-hmm. so I don't get to oh, see them awesome. on a regular basis but one friend I do a Marco Polo have you ever done a Marco Polo before it's an app where you <sighs> I have seen it because sometimes you can't like I, her and I she's in Oklahoma and oh. we can't connect on the same time frame right so it's this app that you I've heard of you it. talk into and, and then you video, right? You video it. Yeah. And then it stays in the app. Yeah. And then whenever she can get to it, which is That's always so at a cool. time I can never talk to her. Right. Um, and then she videos something. Oh, but that's it cool. really is a point of connection. Yeah. And we've talked it. through all kinds of stuff. So yes. it's just that person that'll listen and yes. care and, and give you're right. you there's wisdom. Different people for different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some people I feel like I can be more honest with. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but, right. you know, for whatever reason, they hold that space for me. Yes. They love me, they don't mm-hmm. judge me. And then I have friends that are like so honest with me. I mean, mm-hmm. just straight up tell me exactly like the bitter, Even hard it's truth. Sting. Yeah. And it's, and I know it's going to sting, but it's okay because I know they love me. Yeah. And they want to see me grow. Yes. So I'm willing. I do have a couple of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not everyone. Not no. everyone could talk no. to me like that. And not everyone <laughs> will be honest because they don't, because they're more, you know, right. don't want to hurt your feelings or. Yes. Yeah. But I do. I have, yeah, the friend that. I mean, that's, I had even a friend and it's the same person, Andrea, who I called yesterday called me out on my drinking a couple yeah. times like she saw it and Amazing. she's like she was just worried about me yeah. she's like do you think you have a problem and of course I'm all no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but she saw it in me and she but wasn't afraid to say it isn't that such a good friend yes such and she's a still good friend me. <laughs> yeah so good mm-hmm. to have that friend who's willing to like put themselves out there because yeah. easily you could have rejected her oh, cut yeah. her out of your life yes right yeah you know she tells you something like that you yeah. easily could have said oh I'm done with yeah. you like who do you think but, you are yeah but thankfully you have a trusting relationship yes and you know you love each other mm-hmm. so you're going to see each other through anything mm-hmm. so I'm I am so thankful you mentioned healthy relationships because yes, yes. it's a huge part of healthy living it and just is. our journey towards health mm-hmm. so where can people find you if they oh, listened yes. 
How so, can they connect? Um, I am on Instagram. Great. <laughs> and it's Hardy Girl. So my last name's Hardy. H-A-R-D-Y. Girl. Great. Rules. I had to remember. Awesome. Hardy Girl Rules. And then I'm on Facebook. Okay. So it's my maiden name with my last name. So it's Debbie Hall, H-A-L-L, and then dash Hardy just so my old friends could find me too. <laughs> Great. And then I do have a website. It's my name again. So debbiehardy.arbon.com. Great. Yes. So if anyone's interested in the 30-day yes, healthy living, yes, they I can go. I am super passionate about coaching people to that. the website mm-hmm. to find you. Yes. All right. Oh, well, I have the email. Should I do that too? Email. Or? Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, That's yeah. easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my email is hardygirl355. Okay. At gmail.com. Great. Yeah, because a lot of times people might want to talk before jumping into that. I don't sure. Know. Yeah. I'm totally Connect open to first. whatever. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for sharing You're your story to, so. and being so honest and courageous. Yes. And I just feel like I'm thrilled that uh, you were on this podcast oh, and that women you. can hear from you. So thank yes, you very I love much. It. You're welcome. <laughs> Balanced by Beth is a podcast to inspire women to live strong. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personal medical advice. 